National women's hockey team as they marched into the arena to play their first ever game. It was in Belgrade, Serbia last week in a tournament organized and sanctioned by the International Ice Hockey Federation, the governing body for the sport. It was the first time an Israeli women's team has participated in a round-robin tournament. Israel was up against three other European women's teams from Estonia and Serbia and Bosnia-Herzegovina. Iran was supposed to be part of this, but when they found out they'd be playing the Jewish state, they pulled out. The Israeli athletes wore blue and white jerseys with the Star of David on them and a white dove. It was the first time in Israel's history that a national women's hockey team has competed for anything, anywhere. It's actually the first time they've even all played together. They aren't all Jewish, although their manager is, and she's originally a Canadian from Toronto. And even though that evening's hockey game didn't go Israel's way, and the final score was 10-0 in favor of Estonia, the Israelis feel they won anyway, just for coming. First of all, we have the biggest victory that we're here. This is a miracle. We have ice once a month. I mean, the other teams, they have ice every week and tournaments and support, and ice once a month? My God, we're great. I'm Ellen Besner, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Monday, March the 28th, 2022. Welcome to the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. It's estimated that about 50 women now play hockey in Israel, but there are no professional women's leagues. The women athletes have to play with the men, and they barely get ice time. Despite the challenges, last summer, Esther Silver decided to try to get a national women's team together. She's originally from Toronto, and she used to play goalie in amateur games before she moved to Israel. So they held tryouts. The Canadian embassy came through with financial support for some of the equipment. And last week, the fledgling national team arrived in Belgrade and laced up for the three-day tournament with 18 players, including two goalies. Israel scored just a single goal in the entire round robin. They let in 21 goals against. They had to be escorted by bodyguards everywhere because they're from Israel. But the team is hoping their international debut will serve them well going into their next challenge, the Maccabiah Games, this summer in Israel. Joining us now from their hotel in Serbia are the manager, Esther Silver, 16-year-old centre Panina Basov, who spent the year at a hockey school in Canada, and the captain and lone goal scorer, Hen Kotler. So let's talk one at a time. Panina, tell us a little bit about your hockey story. How did you get started? How did you fall in love with the game? So my brother started with the hockey on the rollerblades. It started like that. And I really liked it. And I wanted to try. And then I tried that and I loved it. So uh, I've been playing for five years. And when I came like for... Uh, when she turned 15. So I couldn't play with boys because this was too much physical game. So I was so upset and there wasn't like a girls team. So I was I started to look for schools in Canada or US. And then I found one and this was my first year. I just came back from there like two weeks ago. And yeah, this is how I started. Let me turn it over to uh, to Hen. 
So how old are you? You're the captain. Tell us your journey into hockey. Yeah, I'm 26 in the next week. So I started to play when I was six years old. Uh, my father have a, a hockey school in Astiona. So it was because of him. Um, so I started to play like rollerblades and then we turn, uh, turned off to play like uh, ice hockey because we don't have uh, much ice in uh, Israel so it's difficult for us to go to Matula every time it's like four hours driving and that's it so I was playing with the boys all these years um, Esther you were mentioning that uh, this is the first trip uh, as a team and first time as a championship first time on the ice but you also have something to do which most other teams don't which is you're Israeli and there's some Jewish people on the team so you're a target possibly tell us about the security challenges that your team is dealing with we have to be accompanied at all times by police in fact they're sitting behind us yeah right they're now. sitting right behind us and they stop the traffic and they go with us by foot or they go with us by cars accompanying our bus so we're constantly accompanied by the police even in the arena why did this happen was it something you requested the embassy requested serbia ihf how did that the iihf it's it's the norm for all israeli teams to protect us after what happened in munich to the israeli athletes in the olympic so we are provided with protection i find that to be very sad that we have to have that. And, and let's, let's talk about this because we, I know that uh, most players in, you know, hockey, there's like chirping, you know what chirping is and trash talking a little bit, you know, in the men's team, they, they insult each other. There's sometimes racism and there's sometimes for Jewish people, we worry about anti-Semitism. So how did you prepare for that? I, I think it's important as a Canadian, I know and have experienced anti-Semitism, but Israelis don't. So they were like, when I gave them a little talk about it, they were like looking at me like, are you nuts? And um, thank God, all the women that we've met here, all the other teams, I mean, we dance with them in the hallway and, you know, we're friendly and you can see from our Facebook uh, videos, it's quite something. We've got friendships, but you do know that Iran was supposed to be here. Iran was, the, when they heard that Israel was participating, they bowed out. Girls, how do you feel about the fact that you have all this security uh, and, and this extra pressure that most other players don't have to deal with? It's kind of weird. Yeah. We think that we are responsible for ourselves and we don't like um, seen us as a target. Right. But that's it. But that is the situation. Yeah. Now, do you have to keep kosher in this? Did they give you kosher food or it's not? That's not part of it. Absolutely. You really can't. You know, we play. We have our games and practices on Shabbat. So unfortunately, that's the only time we can get ice time. So anyone who's religious really cannot be on our team. It's unfortunate. Well, that's that speaks to the need for people to, you know, do something about it. Tell me about who else is on the team besides the two uh, women here, the two players here. What's the makeup of the team? Well, um, we have another two sisters in the team. They're playing in Metula. And we have another several girls from Metula. They're really good. Um, 
Who else? Panina. And we have Rana from Nazareth. She's a Christian Arab, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And she is a coach now. She is a coach. In Nazareth. And we have uh, Aya, who is uh, Druze, I believe. Yes. Yes. From the most farthermost village in Israel, right near Mount Hermon. And we have Gali and Nofar that they are right now training in One Ice. In uh, the center part of the country. Yeah. Which is a new ice ring that we have in Israel. Yeah. yeah. So it's a very mixed team, and it's amazing how well everyone gets together. And we were talking about it today. Tomorrow we're going to have a, a, a kiddush, and we're going to also have a Christian prayer together with it. Our coach is not Jewish. So we're going to have a Christian prayer and a Jewish prayer to bring in the Sabbath. So let's talk about the, the, the two matches you played. You got smoked yesterday, 10 nothing. That's bad. But we did not have a shutout the first game. That's a good thing. That's that no shutout, right? You know, what's the strategy for the rest of the tournament? We weren't so much smoked as we are here to be as playing as a team. We didn't put our best players, you know, constantly on the ice. Everyone played. It's for everyone to get a taste of the ice. So we're not bloodthirsty to win. That will come but we're starting. Yeah, it's a Canadian thing. Okay, so how does it feel for you guys? She said it's a miracle, but you're the actual players. So how does it feel for you guys? Start with Penina and, and then Ren. It's feel great. I've been waiting for it a lot. Like I've been playing with boys and I've been waiting for a girls team, really. So now to go on the ice with all the girls and playing against other countries, it's just great. Like. I even don't care what the score is. Yeah, it was at first a little bit I was upset, but then I realized we're doing a history right now. We're starting something new, which is, and I'm part of it, so it's great. Like, really. What about you, Ren? How do you feel about being there? You're the captain, so it's a bit more responsibility. Uh, so I'm trying to be focused for all of the team. So they won't be upset for the scores or something like that. So it's really hard game for us because it's a first, uh, like, official game for us, not against the boys. So it's getting serious when you're on the ice. And I think that we will be much better next year. And we will practice more because, like, other teams were practicing for a year and a half for this tournament and we haven't so I hope next time we will be much better and every game we are getting better and better absolutely yeah and Ren and uh, Panina is there ever a thought in your mind to go professional and actually like the professional women's leagues and come play here is that your your goal uh, yeah, I've been thinking about it and I'm trying the best, like I'm going to um, play hockey in Canada for like to go come to this level and yeah, this is in my mind every time. And I think I'm too old for it. So I will, will be a superstar in Israel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what what is do you have a team cheer like when you get together at the end with your sticks and you you show me what your cheer is? <laughs> Israel. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, 
and customer care. Today's listener shout-out goes to Ezra Shankin of the Jewish Federation of Vancouver and to his wife. The Shankins became Canadian citizens this month, eight years after the family moved here from Teaneck, New Jersey to Canada. Shankin is now the CEO of the Federation and his wife runs the Jewish Family Services Organization. The services were done remotely. Ezra says he tried to make his oath a little more meaningful, so he not only used a sidur from the Holocaust Education Center in Vancouver that had belonged to a survivor of Bergen-Belsen, but he was also sworn in carrying a sidur that was carried into battle by a Jewish war veteran from Vancouver who liberated the Netherlands. Schenken's late grandfather had served as a bombardier in the U.S. Air Force during the war. Congratulations to both of you. And we'll end the episode with this sneak peek of an upcoming show. It's a feature interview with a Canadian Jewish doctor, Daniel Kolik, who's been volunteering these last few weeks at a makeshift medical clinic inside Ukraine. So we set ourselves up there in a small space with a clinic that initially was uh, some stacks of fruit boxes, because that's what they had, which became our pharmacy, uh, a mattress with a blanket behind it between the edge of the fruit boxes and the outside part of the tent. So it's a bit sheltered. That was our inpatients. Uh, and a desk and a chair in front of that, which was uh, where we started collecting, you know, patients and what, uh, doing our histories, registering them and so on. 